At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is VEASAN's The Pre-Game Show from Las Vegas and today from Massachusetts. How are you doing, everyone? Thanks for spending part of your Saturday afternoon or morning, depending on where you are with us. I'm Adam Candy at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Josh Applebaum comes to us live from the East Coast. Sir, how are you doing on this beautiful Saturday morning? Adam, I'm doing great. It's great to be with you. Uh, this is fun for me. I don't usually do this show. So we get to talk some afternoon baseball. We get to talk sharp line moves. We get to talk about kind of the fallout from the trade deadline. We got a lot of odds moving overall. So it's not the Ohio State here, uh, Adam Candy. It's the pregame show. So I'm excited. Big Saturday. Yeah, there will be none of that the Ohio State stuff uh, on this show. <laughs> uh, that's, that's for other people on the network. Uh, Mal Shah, I'm looking at you. Uh, no, we have Major League Baseball, plenty of fallout from that trade deadline to discuss, but let's start across the ocean in Tokyo with the USA men's basketball team. It looked dicey for a little while there, just a four-point lead at the break, and then, oh boy, in the second half, they come out and score 72. U.S. men's basketball team wins, covers handily. The game goes over. Uh, Josh, they move from minus 215 to win the gold medal to minus 275. 
Yeah, so Adam, you know, what was funny about Team USA is basically, you know, their odds were tanking, tanking, tanking. They started off the Olympics uh, with a bunch of different losses. They lose to Nigeria. They lose to Australia. They lose to France. They opened minus 1,000 to win the gold. And every time they lose, their number keeps falling a little bit. So it was minus 1,000 down to minus 800, minus 600, minus, and I think they got all the way down that last loss to France. I think they got down to like minus 250. They've crept up back a little bit here, but my whole time, you know, watching this team and really kind of just getting a feel for Olympic basketball in general, I think this was a transition uh, type situation where Team USA just struggled with a different style of game, the international game. Uh, you know, no three seconds, goaltending. Uh, you only get five fouls instead of six. I also think, you know, it really shows that uh, NBA officials are completely different from a internationally it's not you know you breathe on a guy Adam you don't get called a foul they let them play it quite a bit more and that was a really tough transition for Team USA so from a betting perspective um, I'm actually okay with them losing those first three games on the one hand you know you lose some games maybe it brings you back down to earth you know a Patriots fan Bill Belichick always says you know uh, serve somebody a piece of humble pie maybe it kind of humbled Team USA also you know Greg Popovich the coach he can kind of say hey guys like we can't just roll out the balls and expect red white and blue to roll over everybody we got to work for this so I liked that that number kept falling, falling, falling. And really as a data-driven better here, Adam, I like buying low on them at this point. You know, they roll over Iran. They roll over their next game here. And, and, and they look like maybe they flipped a switch or learned something. They obviously got some guys who are in the NBA Finals. They get Middleton back. They get Drew Holiday back. They get Devin Booker back. To me, this team is gelling, and I think if you want to play them, I would lay this number right now because maybe they flipped a switch and they're just going to take off from here. I think this number only rises moving forward. Well, Josh, we talked to Drew Dinsick earlier this week on another program, and Drew talked about how that minus 215 was probably about as good of a number as you would see on the USA. As you mentioned, uh, you know where they started prior to all of the friendlies that they played before. Get to this point, uh, big game from Jason Tatum, who goes for 27-23 with eight rebounds and six assists for Kevin Durant as the superstars for Team USA, certainly looking the part here in the 119-84 victory over the Czech Republic. The pregame show is live from Las Vegas and Boston presented by BetMGM. Josh Applebaum joins me, Adam Candy, as we get you ready for Major League Baseball today, the Olympics rolling on as well. Of course, the Olympic golf tournament uh, should be continuing here. And Josh, uh, let's get to some of the trade deadline action from Major League Baseball, of course, it was one of the wildest in memory. Uh, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, maybe the two best players traded overall, traded together from Washington to the L.A. Dodgers. Dodgers were already fairly prohibitive favorites to win the World Series. We see their odds move down from 375 to plus 325. Uh, National League odds don't move a whole lot. Same for the National League West. And and Josh, I'm going to kind of combine this with the Giants who acquire Chris Bryant from the Chicago Cubs. We see their series odds move from 12 to 1 to 10 to 1. I was curious not to see uh, their National League West odds move a whole lot. Still at plus 240 for a division that they were leading uh, going into last night by three games. Now down to a pair. What do you think of the moves by the Dodgers and the Giants? What do you think of the line moves here on their futures? 
Yeah, so Adam, first off, what an incredible trade deadline. I mean, that took me back to my, my old school days in high school, you know, thinking about, you know, will Manny Ramirez get traded for Alex Rodriguez? Where will Nomar get traded? I mean, it was just like one of those old school throwback trade deadlines where uh, you got you love being on Twitter during these things because uh, it's just every day, every second, there's a new trade and we, we think, you know, Scherzer's going to go to the Padres, then it flips and he goes to the Dodgers. I want to give uh, my hats off to to, add, to uh, Andrew Friedman, GM of the Dodgers. I think this guy is the best GM in baseball. He, he does a really great balancing act of being a big market club with a lot of money to spend money on good players. And then he also really develops his farm systems so that he can make these trades and bring in reinforcements here. So even if, you know, Trevor Bauer, we don't know if he's, he'll even play the rest of the year with his legal troubles. Uh, it makes a ton of sense making this move for Scherzer, you know, getting in, you know, bringing in another veteran, uh, a, a great veteran that can really, you know, you can lean on in the postseason. And remember, you know, 2019 when, uh, when the Nats won, you know, he was a horse, him and him and Strasburg really led them to that title. So uh, making, bringing, getting more pitching, it's all about pitching in the postseason. And if you can, uh, you know, get back Mookie Betts, you get Corey Seager back last night, uh, you're getting Bellinger. Maybe he missed a lot of the first half of the season. Getting a pitcher like Scherzer makes total sense here with the Dodgers, uh, you know, going from plus 375 to plus 325. So they were definitely one of the winners of the trade deadline. Uh, I think that minus 200 to win the NL West, I'm still entertained by that. I love the G-men. I love what they've done. They're kind of like the Rays of the NL. You don't really recognize a lot of these players, yet they just get it done. They're very well managed by Gabe Kapler. And then bring in Chris Bryant. That was another good move for the Giants. I think that was the last shoe to drop where everyone was making moves except the Giants. I think that sends a good signal to their to their locker room that, hey, we're going to go for it here a little bit. So we do have uh, their their odds improve here, plus, uh, plus or what was it, 1,200 down to, uh, to plus 1,000 here to win the World Series. The Dodgers, to me, the sneaky move was Trey Turner. I think we thought they'd get a guy like Scherzer, but getting Turner as well, to me, that was a big boon here. And then also um, here, Adam, uh, the Chicago White Sox. I think the White Sox, sneaky, sneaky, were one of the winners here of the trade deadline because um, they may not have gotten, you know, the Baez or uh, the Rizzo or some of these big names, the Scherzer, but they make a great move for Craig Kimbrell. This guy, uh, I saw him in Boston. He was lights out. He, he made you sweat here a bit. He'd walk some guys. He'd be a little erratic, but he's having one of his best years ever this year. And I think getting Kimbrell to pair with Liam Hendricks in the back end, if you're the White Sox, you're getting healthier. You're getting Eloy Jimenez back. Maybe you get Luis Robert back. Now you can go into a, a playoff game where if you get a lead, any kind of lead, three to two lead in the eighth, and you can hand it to uh, Kimbrell and Hendricks, to me, it's a big boon. They also get Cesar Hernandez. So the White Sox going from plus 750 to plus 650. To me, it was the Dodgers, the Giants, and of course, the White Sox here who are the winners of the deadline. Josh, I think you can reasonably move the White Sox to AL favorites. I know that the Astros are a strong team, a lot of young pitching that folks don't know a lot about, and the best offense numbers-wise in Major League Baseball. Uh, but when you look at how Chicago can match up in the playoffs and the fact that Rodone, Lynn, Giolito as your top three, and then you can shorten games down into the seventh inning, realistically, with Kimbrell and Hendricks at the back of that bullpen. Uh, have to like the position that the White Sox are in, also because they have no competition in the American League Central. Uh, the Cleveland Indians waving the white flag, in part by trading Cesar Hernandez uh, to their division rivals, the White Sox. And so the White Sox can set that pitching ro rotation up any way they want coming down the stretch. The other team that caught a lot of attention, Josh, for the moves that it made, the New York Yankees, who had fallen pretty hopelessly out of the American League East Division 
division race behind Boston and Tampa Bay. They acquired Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo goes for a solo home run last night in that game. And then they add Andrew Heaney to the back of the rotation from the Angels. Josh, pretty big move here on the Yankees, at least relative to some other teams, moving from 14 to 1 down to a little under 10 to 1 to win the American League, 10 to 1 to win the American League East as well. Uh, curious your thoughts on this. I happen to think this is probably a little bit too aggressive on a Yankees team that still has some major flaws. I'm with you, Adam. So we got to give them credit. Their, their odds did improve 25 to 1 to 22 to 1. They go the AL pennant 14 to 1 to plus 950. They closed the gap a little bit in the AL East, 13 to 1 down to 10 to 1. Uh, I agree with you. I don't think that they were, uh, you know, as big of a winner as maybe the Dodgers, the White Sox, or the Giants, but they did improve. And I think, you know, one thing that they were desperate for is left handed hitting. You know, one of the reasons why the Yankees have struggled so far this year is they're so right handed. And when you're so right handed in your lineup, it just makes it way easier for the opposing pitchers to match up, go righty on righty, very predictable. You got to balance your lineup a little bit. So I think Cashman, you got to give him credit, you know, bringing in a couple lefties. That's exactly what they needed. Gallo, uh, Anthony Rizzo here. Now you can really feast on that short porch at, at Yankee Stadium here in right field. So you got to give him credit there. My question is, uh, that, it's great. Their lineup is much better. It actually looks really fierce. You know, you're going LeMahieu, Judge, Stanton. Now you're going Gallo, uh, Rizzo. You still have Gleyber, Gleyber Torres. I mean, that's a pretty good lineup now, kind of the old Yankees that we're expected to see. But my question is, do they have enough pitching? You know, they have Garrett Cole. You give him $300 million, But what do they have after him? Not a lot. I mean, they, they bring in Andrew Heaney, a lefty from the Angels, who maybe can, you know, it's kind of a, a under-the-radar move. He could maybe help them a bit. But your top-end pitching, who's be, who's behind Cole? I mean, Domingo Herman, uh, you're still waiting on – can Corey Kluber come back? What's the deal with Severino? Can he come back? I just think they can, they're going to be in a lot of games down the stretch because of their offense. My question is, do they have enough, uh, enough pitching here to get them deep in the playoffs? And again, the AL East, it's really a one, two race, Red Sox and Rays, Red Sox minus 125, uh, Rays plus 130. Rays are only a half game back here. Uh, we'll talk later today, a big game uh, in Tampa tonight, a little sharp move here to the Rays. Uh, but I just think the Yankees, they're going to be more interesting uh, and they did jump up a little bit, but Adam, I don't think they have enough pitching to really make a deep run here. Josh, you hit on the head there with the Yankees. It is about the pitching. Uh, right now, Jamison Tyon is their second best starting pitcher, <laughs> which is fine for now, uh, is not fine for the playoffs. And if you look at the moves the Yankees made, and we talk about these futures, have to realistically look at the situation that they find themselves in right now, which is out of the division race and about three games back of the second wild card. So any moves that you're making as Brian Cashman, you're making, hoping to be the road team in a one-game play-in, likely in Tampa, a place where the Yankees have a winning record in one season in the last 12 years. So it's not something where you make these moves and then the Yankees get a guaranteed spot in the playoffs. They're really trying to play themselves into a game where they're going to be a dog in the wild card game, no matter who it is, whether it's the Rays, the A's, whoever uh, finds their way in, maybe the Blue Jays make a run here uh, down the stretch. But Josh, I'm with you. The bullpen has been a struggle. Aroldis Chapman seems to have steadied things a little bit, uh, but Zach Britton, Chad Green, John and Loisica all have had their moments where they've really blown up for this Yankees team at VEASAN.com right now. You see the overall odds in the AL East. Red Sox minus 125, Rays plus 130. Uh, those two teams in a virtual tie, 42 losses apiece. Then the Yankees at 7.5 out, Blue Jays at 8.5 out, 10-1, to 16-1, to one, respectively. 
Josh, you mentioned that there was this big game coming up today. Uh, why wait? Let's get to it right now. The Red Sox and the Rays might be the uh, marquee game on the schedule here today, at least in terms of what it means in the standings. You mentioned the move that we've seen. This is Nathan Evaldi against the opener for the Rays, Ryan Yarbrough. Uh, Rays minus 116, Red Sox plus 106 here at the South Point. Uh, depends on where you get this game. It's all over the place. Uh, you can get the Red Sox uh, at even money. You can get them at plus 110. You can get the Rays minus 110. Uh, I have a play on this, but I will let you talk about first, Josh, the move that you've seen on this game, what that might suggest. Yeah, so Adam, you know me. I love my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I'm a Boston guy. I love the Red Sox. Red Sox are good as a dog, 23 and 15. Uh, they've been good against uh, lefties here, 22 and 17. But here's the thing. I don't like them today. I actually like the Rays today. I think it's a big thing here. You know, anyone new to betting on sports, you know, one of the mistakes you always make is you just want to bet your favorite team, but that'll get you in a lot of trouble. You want to take out your allegiances, take out your bias. To me, bet based on the analytics, the data, and try to make the smartest bet you can, where to me, it's trying to find that sweet spot where I'm against the public with with the house, with the sharps, and I can beat the closing line. So I like Tampa Bay here, uh, Adam. You know, number one, um, again, we talked about the division, the big game for the Rays, only half game back. If you like the Rays to, to catch the Sox, plus 130 right now could be a worthwhile pick for them to win the division. Uh, but the Rays win 7-3 last night as a minus 135 favorite. And today, uh, public's on the Red Sox saying, hey, good team, lost last night. They have to bounce back and win today and get it and, you know, and even up this series. However, really good line move to the Rays. Even though the Red Sox are the public play, Red Sox open around minus 110 on the road. This thing is completely flipped. Rays, dog to favorite. Rays have gone uh, getting a little plus money, you know, plus 104, something like that, all the way now to around minus 116, minus 115. So you have some system matches here on the Rays. Number one, home favorites off a win. You get the home crowd behind you. You're coming off a win. You have a little momentum. These home favorites off a win. You're expected to win as the favorite. 30, uh, 350 and 230, 60.3% this year. Also, the Rays in general as a home favorite. They've won They've won a good, good share of their game, 68%. They're 26 and 12 as a home favorite. Uh, so I'd go, I'd go raise here, uh, Adam. Again, this if everyone's betting the stocks, wise line going on the raise tells me a little smart money on the raise. And then also keep an eye on this total. Uh, it's eight and a half. It's really juiced up under minus 115. Uh, we have seen uh, it historically in these domes or closed roof stadiums, it, it tends a little bit to give you an edge to the under because there's no wind. The ball doesn't travel. You're in the you're in the climate controlled environment. Good. Uh, perfect conditions for the pitcher, for the fielders. So a little bit of under money uh, and line move to the Rays. I'd be looking at the Rays here today, Adam. Josh, I'm going to kind of condense it down a little bit uh, and just play a first five because I do think Rays might end up being the right side in the long run here. There are certain things I like here in the data with Ryan Yarbrough against the Boston hitters for the Boston hitters. Um, usually trying to look for a minimum of 20 plate appearances, 25 if I can get it for some reliable data as to how these hitters match up with these pitchers. And there are four hitters in the Boston lineup who love them some Ryan Yarbrough. Uh, and those are Xander Bogarts, Christian Vasquez, J.D. Martinez, Rafael Devers, of course, some of the best hitters in that Boston lineup. Um, I'm going to talk about a micro market in a second here with JD Martinez, but overall these guys, here's the stat cast data for them. Expected slugging percentage, 605 for Devers, 646 for Vasquez, 870 for JD Martinez against Ryan Yarbrough. Again, an opener. They probably don't see more than two at bats against this guy, which is why I'm going to condense this down to first five. I have the Ray, I should say I have the Red Sox behind Evaldi at even money in the first five. Uh, 
beyond that, J.D. Martinez is 11 for 19 lifetime against Ryan Yarbrough. Six doubles, two home runs. So eight of the 11 hits have gone for extra bases for J.D. Martinez. So my smaller market, and actually the one that I probably like better uh, in this game, is J.D. Martinez total bases. J.D. Martinez over one and a half total bases at plus 110. Because if you play the hit market on J.D. Martinez, it's all well and good. You're not getting the same price for him to get a hit today. But you have eight for 11 as your history as J.D. Martinez with extra base hits versus Ryan Yarbrough. So if he hits the ball, he's probably going to hit it hard. I'll take J.D. Martinez uh, plus 110 over one and a half total bases. Josh, Astros and Giants is the other big name game that we have here on the earlier card. This is a 405 Eastern start. Pretty good pitching matchup with Zach Greinke against Alex Wood. Uh, Jose Altuve grand slam helps the Astros to uh, a victory last night. Uh, Josh, today we see that the Giants are minus 115, Astros plus 105, total eight and a half day game in San Francisco. Yeah, Adam, and a great breakdown from your prop perspective with J.D. Martinez. I'm with you. That sounded that sounded pretty appealing with that plus money over one and a half uh, total bases. But, uh, Adam, it, it, what's funny is last night the Sharps like like San Francisco as well. They went from like a pick em to minus 125-ish. Uh, didn't come through. So the wise guy money did not come through last night. Houston ended up winning 9-6 to six as a plus money dog. But it's what's funny is today, Sharps are not outthinking themselves. They're going back to the well with the Giants. So uh, we have seen a good move here to San Francisco. We have to see if, if Chris Bryant is in the lineup. It's going to be a quick turnaround. Uh, we also on Twitter, he gets traded. He gets called up in, in the dugout here. He's saying his goodbyes. So I'm not sure if he'll get there in time, but that's something to monitor just in general today. These guys have been traded. Will they play? Will they not? But I like this move toward the Giants. You know, On the one hand, it's like, how do you not take the Astros? Great team, 64 and 40. Um, best odds here to win the American League. Second best odds, I believe, to win the World Series around plus 500 around there. Uh, but even though everyone's been in Houston, getting plus money with Zach Grinke on the mound. Grinke's had a pretty good year. And if you look at his career stats, this guy's a Hall of Famer. Uh, 10 and three this year, 3.48 ERA. However, majority of bets are on Houston, yet Houston actually opened around a minus 115, minus 120 favorite. Even though majority of bets are in their favor, we've seen this thing flip to the San Francisco Giants, minus 115. So this reminds me, basically, if you like Tampa Bay, you like the Giants. They're, both these teams are almost in the same exact spot. Uh, we have seen non-division home favorites do well, 336 and 209, 62% this year. San Fran is a home favorite in general. When they're at home, they're expected to win. Typically, they do. They're 26 and 10, 72.2%. Interleague line moves, 58%. Home plate on Brian Norr, 56%. I'd go San Fran with a sharp move here today. There's something in the total that jumps out to me in this game when it comes to this pitching matchup between Granky and Wood. And when we come back here on the pregame show, we'll get to it as we hit on that. Look forward to the NBA and a little NFL as well. Here on VSIN, we are the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The pregame show from VEASAN and VEASAN.com presented by BetMGM. I'm Adam Kennedy here at the South Point Sportsbook in Las Vegas, joined from Boston, Massachusetts by Josh Applebaum as we continue on with a little note from where we picked up, uh, where we will pick it up from Major League Baseball from before the break. The Astros and the Giants have one small play on this game. First five under four and a half, minus 120, and... Of course, paying a little bit of juice on it, but there are some things, again, to go back into the matchups that I really like for Zach Greinke, who used to be in the National League West, of course, with Arizona, knows that San Francisco ballpark well. 202 fielding independent percentage and 177 plate appearances against the current San Francisco roster. Now, of course, Zach Greinke is a slightly different pitcher than he used to be. Not as much velocity, but Buster Posey. Brandon Crawford, who've been the two key hitters along with Yastrzemski in that San Francisco lineup, just one home run in 107 plate appearances. Uh, Alex Wood on the other side. That's not a fluke. Uh, Alex Wood has been outstanding for the Giants. You look at his fan graphs metrics on fielding independent percentage, expected fielding independent percentage. All of them match right up with his ERA. He's been outstanding, playing a little bit against the grain here with two of the five best offenses in baseball. But San Francisco, we all know that is a very difficult park to get 
big hits in and is 28th this year in park factor for home runs. So paid a little juice, but minus, uh, I should say under four and a half at minus 120 on the Astros and the Giants. Josh, shifting gears over to the NBA. It is never too soon post-draft now, pre-free agency, but post-draft, to talk about NBA title odds. Uh, not many of the major contenders other than the Lakers have a big move to talk about here. Obviously, Russell Westbrook going out to Los Angeles, Josh. The Lakers are plus 400 at BetMGM to win the title. Are you interested at all in any of these NBA futures? Do you think getting in early on any of these teams that we see here could be good value? Yeah, so I first think, you know, here, Adam, you know, the top two to me are too chalky and not not enough big of a payout here just in terms of value. I mean, I totally get the Nets plus 225. I think the odds makers just saying, hey, we got to respect the great talent of the big three. If they're healthy, that's the whole key with the Nets. If they're healthy, I think they beat everybody. But if they're not, and the question is, these guys are getting older. Kyrie seems to always get banged up. Durant, I'm surprised Durant, you know, an older player playing in the Olympics. You got to give him credit for playing for his country here. But I thought maybe getting a little bit older, a long season, maybe, I guess he, he you know, missed quite a few games here. But uh, anyway, Harden, too many injury concerns for me to lay such a small number on a futures price with the Nets. The Lakers, plus 400. Uh, I understand the move here. I think they moved plus 500 to plus 400 after getting Russell Westbrook. And you got it on paper. Hey, Westbrook, you know, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, that's a pretty good big three. But really, my thing here, Adam, is I think that they're just going to become such a public darling here. That the plus 400 to me really doesn't have any value either at such a low number. You know, a couple that caught my eye. Number one, I'd look at the Bucks a little bit, plus 800. I think that number is, is a pretty decent number here because, number one, we do know it is difficult to repeat in the NBA. If you climb Mount Everest once, it's, it's hard to do it again the next year. But I just think Giannis maybe learned something, flipped a switch. I think he's only going to get better. I like that he, he isn't playing in the Olympics, so he's going to get some time here. I know it's a long season, short turnaround, but you're bringing in, you're bringing back pretty much the same core. Uh, you're gonna have to get by the Nets here again, and things broke their way for the for the Bucks. But to me, plus 800, uh, I could dabble there. They will get DiVincenzo back, which could be a bit of a boon. You still have Holiday, Middleton. You still have Giannis, obviously. Then the other one that caught my eye uh, here, Adam, would be the Nuggets, 20 to one. I think the Nuggets could be a team that maybe makes a bit of a leap here. They were a team that was on the rise. Obviously, remember in the bubble, they had those two different come from behind three to one, down three to one and win those series. They were just un unstoppable there. And my play with the Nuggets would be obviously Jokic, still get him back the MVP, but Jamal Murray. You're going to bring back Jamal Murray, a, a kid who uh, is just a great scorer, a great player. And if you can bring back uh, you know, your top point guard there to me uh, with the mile high advantage. Uh, I, I like that play. I think at that number, there could be some value there, but Adam, what do you think? Any of these teams catch your eye? Uh, you just hit it, Josh. Uh, the nuggets at 20 to one is the one that, that <laughs> grabs me. I don't think you can overstate how much they missed Jamal Murray come the playoffs this year. And yet they still put up a representative performance in the Western conference playoffs. If you're betting the nuggets 20 to one, you're also betting on a Michael Porter jr. Leap. You're guessing that a little bit more maturity, a little bit more consistency. If you can go with a big three of Jokic Murray and hopefully for the nuggets, if you're going to bet them at 20 to one, Michael Porter jr. Then I think you've got something there when it comes to Denver, mostly based on the price at 20 to one. They obviously have some teams that are better than them in the Western conference, but you saw this year it doesn't take many injuries or little changes for those to become much better odds for you in the long run when we come back our producer jj leonard makes us talk about ucf shocker more college football than that when we come back on beeson
The VSIN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your VSIN all access subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all access trial today. That's at VSIN.com slash subscribe. And at VEASAN.com slash subscribe, you can sign up to get plenty of information from my co-host, Josh Applebaum, host of the Market Insights podcast, contributor to Point Spread Weekly as well. Madam Candy here in Las Vegas. Josh, as we get started with the college football talk once again here on the pregame show, let's look at a couple of comparative bets here. Which one of these would you like to bet more? And uh, I mentioned that JJ is going to make us talk about UCF, but let's start elsewhere in the Sunshine State here with Miami and North Carolina. Pretty consensus number two and number three in the ACC. Plus 130 on both of these teams to win the Coastal. Uh, Derek King comes back for Miami, surrounded by a lot of talent. Sam Howell at North Carolina loses some talent, but of course is one of the Heisman favorites. Who do you like here, Miami or North Carolina? Yeah, so first off, Adam, you mentioned these big star quarterbacks. So uh, if you look at Derek King to come back from his injury, sounds like he is progressing well and should be good to go. He's plus 2,000 to win the Heisman. You look at Sam Howell, a guy who I know Michael Lombardi is a big fan of, uh, plus 1,600 to win the Heisman. But, you know, looking at this comparative bet, you know, who would you rather have? Plus 130. They're both. Uh, both same odds here, plus 130 for the U and for North Carolina. I think with Miami, just the name, kind of the memory, The uh, and I know Michael Lombardi calls it like the remember when type school. You see Miami, you see the U, and there's a lot of public favoritism and bias toward a team like Miami. Uh, however, I think the play is North Carolina here. Same odds, but Adam, if you do a little bit of digging, the odds makers are, are telling you something if, if you do your work and you look at their win totals because both Miami and North Carolina have a win total of nine and a half, but the juice is vastly different on these teams. You look at Miami, nine and a half win total. The under is minus 145 at BetMGM. You look at UNC, the win total is nine and a half. The over is minus 120. So they have the same odds, but the odds makers are saying we're juicing up the Miami under. We're juicing up the North Carolina over. To me, that's a little indication here that based on that juice price, the odds makers are a little bit higher here on North Carolina. So I'd look toward North Carolina to for a plus 130 bet over Miami. Uh, and also Mac Brown, a guy who you know has taken over a bunch of different schools and done a great job over time building them up. Uh, another year, you still have Sam Howell. He lost some guys to the draft, but I'd go UNC here uh, based on that win total juice discrepancy to the over, whereas Miami is juiced to the under. Do you believe in home field advantage? And I think that's part of what you have to ask yourself here uh, because North Carolina will get Miami at home. It will be the third of three consecutive home games for Carolina coming off playing Duke and Florida State. They should be in pretty good shape. If North Carolina's offensive line can hold it together to protect Sam Howell, give me the better quarterback and the better coach with Howell and Mac Brown. That's why I like them at plus 130 right along with you there, Josh. Uh, Staying in that general region of the country, JT Daniels, DJ Uyangalele are both 11 to 1 for the Heisman Trophy. Who you got, DJ or JT? 
Yeah, it's a tough one for me. And I would say in terms of the Heisman odds here, Adam, we've seen some crazy movement. I mean, at one point, I think Spencer Rattler was a huge favorite. I want to say he was like plus 200, plus 300. He got down to a pretty low number here. And we've seen a bunch of movement overall on our VEASAN board here. This is wide open. So I think if you're betting on the Heisman, uh, it's tough because these odds can really move. And there could be a quarterback that we're not really thinking of that could, you know, come from the back and and kind of like, like, a, like a racehorse, you know, kind of close, close the gap throughout the year. Uh, but the good thing here is a lot of good plus money payouts, a lot of 11 to 1, 12 to 1, 16 to 1. So depending on your take and your opinion and your handicap, you can get a pretty good payout here. Um, I would lean Ungulele. Uh, it's same same odds here with Daniels. To me, I just think the the program at Clemson uh, could provide him a boost. Obviously, you know, Trevor Lawrence is gone. He's going to take over. I think it benefited Ungulele last year to get a couple games in uh, when, when Lawrence had the COVID issue. So he has a little bit of experience. Uh, and then also, you know, Georgia, I think of them as more of a defensive school. You know, we remember like Jake Fromm. They've had these different quarterbacks here who, uh, who get a lot of praise. And, you know, JT Daniels is a guy uh, that I know a lot of people are high on. But I just think the system uh, benefits a quarterback and offensive mind uh, more with Clemson than it does with Georgia. So I'll go Ungalele here, a guy who was a really highly touted prospect uh, coming out of high school. But uh, you tell me, Adam, any, who would you rather go with? I am right there with you for one of the reasons you just mentioned uh, that I think DJ Uyunglele will have a chance to show out a little bit more. And I think that's also based on competition. Uh, I think when you look at what JT Daniels is going to have to go through in the SEC, versus what Uyangalele is going to see in the ACC. It is a significant difference. I think the addition of Justin Ross back in at Clemson is going to make a big difference in terms of giving him a number one receiver. And honestly, I just can't shake what I saw of JT Daniels at USC and realizing if that's in there, then I don't want to bet him for the Heisman against some of this competition. All right. Said we had to talk UCF. Here we go. UCF or Cincinnati as we look uh, down to a couple of group of five teams that had pretty good cases over the last few years. Cincinnati over 10 wins. UCF over nine and a half. Juice the same at minus a dime. Yeah, so here's one of these plays where we can't really cheat a little bit and look at the juice and look at where the odds makers are leaning. Minus 110 both sides for both of these teams. So there really isn't an indication that there's any liability or respected money either way. So uh, this this is now for you as a better. Make sure make sure your work a little bit harder. So looking at schedules, looking at recruiting, looking at uh, turnover here and, and who's instability and who's who's sticking around. I'll go Cincinnati. Number one, uh, big favorite here to win their conference, minus 200. Cincinnati's a team to me, uh, Adam, that has kind of become a football type school. You know, you think of them, or at least I do, more of as a, more of as a basketball school. But since he has really started to, to turn out uh, some high recruits, and I also like their quarterback Desmond Ritter. If I'm going to uh, bet on a, a team to go over their win total, or if I'm going to have confidence in betting a future in them, I want to know that I got a pretty good quarterback here who has proven something last year and is really hopefully going to take that next step this year. So what I've seen a Ritter, he's kind of like a, I don't know, like a poor man's, I don't want to make this comparison, but like a Deshaun Watson type guy, not that, ta not as talented as Watson, but can run, can throw. Uh, and obviously a lot of weapons there in Cincinnati. So if I'm going to go one or the other, I'm going to lean Cincinnati uh, because of the quarterback advantage with Ritter. But what's your take here, Adam? This is a tricky one for me. Uh, if you were asking me who's going to win the conference and I'm betting Cincinnati minus 200. Yeah, I feel good about that. But this Cincinnati schedule is brutal. Uh, their non-conference is absolutely brutal. You're going to see Notre Dame. They, I mean, they, they are going to have some challenging games in the non-con. Uh, 
I'll lean Cincinnati based on the fact that the defense is elite, that they have the best cornerback in the country, uh, and that UCF around Dylan Gabriel still needs to add some pieces before I feel comfortable betting them to win 10 games this year. But uh, this is probably one I'd stay away from overall. When we come back, we are going to get you ready for late Major League Baseball and some other exciting action as well here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. on the pregame show here from VEASAN and VEASAN.com presented by BetMGM, Adam Candy and Josh Applebaum. Josh jumping right back into Major League Baseball as we mentioned the late card coming up. Why don't you let the people in on your plays for games coming up later today in MLB? Yeah, Adam, so big, big MLB day. I love Saturdays. You got all the day games, uh, and it's, again, one of those days where uh, you get a lot more public betting here because the public may not grind baseball Monday to Friday. Uh, you got to work. You got responsibilities, but now it's the weekend. We can have a little bit of fun, so the ticket counts skyrocket, get higher. Maybe people go to the game or hang out with friends. That's a good thing as a data-driven contrarian better because there's more public bias in the market to go against, so these moves can be uh, a little sharper than usual. But uh, we mentioned San Francisco sharp line move. We mentioned Tampa Bay sharp line move. 
I like both of those. Another one that caught my eye, the Oakland A's here, Adam. The Oakland A's are at the LA Angels. This is Cole Irvin against Jaime Berea. Uh, I think this is a play that really the, the Sharps aren't outsmarting themselves. They're going Oakland Athletics here. The Athletics have won uh, both of the first two games this series. They won two to nothing. They won four to nothing. And Oakland has really had the Angels number this year. The Angels, uh, the Oakland A's are 11 and three against the Halos this year. So for whatever reason, this matchup, uh, the Athletics have dominated. And really the pitching matchup, you know, Berea's got a 6.23 ERA, Adam, whereas Cole Irvin, his, his, his win-loss record's only 7-9. and nine. He's a pretty good lefty. His ERA is 3.62. Uh, what I like, again, aside from the, you know, having the Angels number and the pitching advantage, line movement has been really big here toward the A's. The A's open as only around a minus 115 road favorite. They've been steamed up all the way to around minus 140, minus 145. Uh, this would match a couple systems I look at. Steam 15 cents or more on a team coming off a win. So you're off a win, you're feeling good, and you're favored to win, and you're getting uh, you know, that respect across the market. That that record, 169 and 118, 59% this year. Also, in terms of run differential, Oakland plus 48, the Angels minus 30, minus 39. The A's have made some moves here. They bring in Starling Marte. They get, uh, who is it, Josh Harrison, Jan Gomes, a couple of those guys when uh, the Nats sold off uh, all their players. So I'm going to go uh, athletics here, uh, Adam. I like this move toward the A's. I'm not going to outsmart myself. I'm going to go with the better team, better pitcher, who's had the number of their opponent. You're also in on Kansas City and the Jays. And frankly, uh, boy, I just wanted to see a lower price on Alec Manoa uh, in this game for the Jays. What do you like? Yeah, this, Adam, to me, this is a tough one because it's such a high number, but I've seen a lot of movement here toward the Jays. Uh, you remember, they won last night 6-4. to four. They were a minus 250 favorite. They're at it again today. So this is Manoa, who you mentioned, Adam, I know you're a fan of, a good young player here. Uh, his ERA, I think, is around like two and a half, three, something like that. Uh, but a big move here toward Toronto. Remember, they're back in Toronto. So they, uh, Canada finally let them back into their old stadium, back in their old stomping grounds. But they open around minus 200. They've been steamed up all the way. We're showing minus 250. I think you can get around a minus 230 around there. This number has risen a lot. There's been a little bit of buyback here, but a lot of system matches uh, with an advantage here with the Jays. Uh, Non-division favorites team, 10 cents or more, 62%. You also look at these big favorites, 200 or more, uh, especially off a win. They're 78 and 30, 72% here. So you could maybe entertain me if you don't like that big number, uh, you know, a minus one and a half, minus 120. Uh, but we do know that the Royals are uh, pretty bad on the road this year. I look to the Jays again, bet to risk, not bet to win. You're not laying two and a half units to win one. You're risking your one unit, trying to get a little less than a half unit back. I'd lean Jays here with that big move, despite the big number. Cubs and the Nationals, uh, last one out, turn the lights off as neither of these teams have many of their players left after the trading deadline. Yeah, this is crazy. Both these teams, you got to give them credit. Hey, if you're going to retool, you might as well blow it up and just get as many prospects as you can. A lot of these guys are going to leave anyway. So I think as hard as it is to be a fan of these teams, seeing all these great players leave, I think you got to give credit to the GMs uh, for, for looking more toward the future anyway. But uh, I'm looking at the Washington Nationals here. Adam, you know, this is a play where public doesn't know what to do. They're like, these teams are both, they've given up everybody. So I might as well take the plus money, right? It does look like there's a little bit of movement to the Nationals at home. Uh, this is Hendricks against Ross. Uh, Ross went from around minus 110-ish at home up to minus 115, minus 120. This would match, again, that non-division home favorite system where you don't have to worry about that divisional dog angle. Also, favorite low total. Low totals typically benefit favorites. Fewer amount of expected runs scored. More likely, they're going to come from, quote-unquote, that better team. So I'd lean, I'd lean Washington here. Again, it's like, how do you touch this game 
uh, with all these you know players being gone. But it looks like a little money is leaning Nationals here at home. Couple of crafty lefties. I love that term for the Reds <laughs> and the Mets today with Wade Miley and Rich Hill going. Yeah, a little movement here toward the Mets, uh, Adam. You know, yesterday there was actually sharps on the Mets did not come through. The Cincinnati Reds won 6-2, to two, uh, plus 125 dog. There's a move to the Mets. They got up all the way to like minus 135 last night after I think they opened around minus 115-ish. Uh, but a couple lefties on the bump. Rich Hill, who the Mets got from uh, Tampa Bay. Wade Miley, who's had a pretty good year here uh, overall Cincinnati. But this is a split ticket count. And anytime I see even betting both sides, Adam, uh, to me, I go to the line move. Theoretically, a line shouldn't move at all if the tickets are even. However, tickets are not all created equal. There are bigger wagers from respected betters, smaller wagers from public betters. Uh, but the Mets open around minus 115-ish. They have gotten up to closer to minus 120. And we do know the Mets have uh, been great at home, especially as a home favorite, 25 and 14. So I'd lean a little bit here to the Mets. I, this is a 7 o'clock game, so uh, we can wait a little bit later. If you see this thing, Mets creep up to around minus 130, maybe that's what you're waiting for, further indication of, of more Mets uh, wise guy money there. A couple of baseball notes as we wrap up our talk from MLB. Jeff Passan of of ESPN reporting that Tyler Glass now will likely have Tommy John surgery. He's been out uh, since uh, about a month ago or so when the spider tack crackdown happened. He blamed that for uh, the injury to his elbow. If he does ultimately have Tommy John, likely to miss the entire 2022 season as well. Uh, Razor plus 130 to win the East. I don't think anyone was really planning on Tyler Glass now being back for the Rays this year and now appears to be confirmed uh, that he will not be available. Also, uh, you mentioned earlier, Josh, in terms of looking at that Giants-Astros game, would Chris Bryant be available? Looks like Sunday uh, for Chris Bryant. Don't think he'll be able to make his way out in time to get into the lineup for the day game out in San Francisco today. Uh, coming up later this evening, we have UFC as well. Maybe not as big as uh, next week's card, but Josh, I know you have a couple of angles that you like in MMA tonight. Yeah, a couple angles here. So my first angle is whatever Gamblin' Lou likes, I tail. So if you, <laughs> if you don't know about Gamblin' Lou, uh, he's our VEASAN uh, UFC expert. The guy does a fantastic job breaking down UFC. Highly recommend getting the Points for Weekly magazine to get Gamblin' Lou's breakdowns. Uh, but me, Adam, I, I've come up with kind of my own rudimentary model. I love sweating UFC. If you haven't sweat UFC, there's nothing like it. Talking about uh, the ultimate sweat. I mean, you can win, you can lose at any moment. And, you know, talk about sweating a total uh, or, or a fighter. It's just incredible anyway. So uh, it really has picked up in momentum and popularity in recent years. I liked it for years, but I really got into it during the pandemic when there was kind of nothing else going on here. Um, but my rudimentary model is I look for t fighters who are younger, taller, uh, have a longer reach and have a line move in their favor. So physical advantages combined with some market movement where maybe there's some respected money going in their direction. So a couple that fit my model. The first one is Ashley Yoder. Uh, and, and this is all on ESPN today, so you'll be able to watch this. You don't have to pay for the pay-per-view, which is good for us betters. But Ashley Yoder, this is a women's strawweight. It's a preliminary bout. Uh, a couple things I like about Yoder. She's fighting Jin Yu Fry, uh, and Yoder is 33 years old. Her opponent's 36. She's five foot six. Her opponent's five foot two. She's got a 69 and a half inch reach. Her opponent has a 65 inch reach. So there's been uh, all those advantages checking off those boxes to Yoder. The other thing I like, uh, Yoder, she opened around minus 135, minus 140. She's been steamed up all the way to around minus 160. So you're really checking off all those boxes, younger, taller, longer reach with that line move in her favor. And then here's another one here, Adam, uh, that also kind of checked off all the boxes. Uh, Rafa Garcia. This is another, uh, it's a lightweight, it's a preliminary bout. But Rafa Garcia is checking off all the boxes against Chris Grutzemacher. 
Garcia is 26 years old. Grutzemacher is 35. Straight off the bat, one thing I learned from Gamble and Lou, uh, betting against fighters who are older, especially fading fighters 35 or older, fading fighters that uh, are at least five years older than their opponent. So big youth advantage for Garcia. He's also same height, uh, around 5'6". He's got a longer reach, though, 70 inches versus 68 uh, inches. And then also big line move. This was a big move here. It's kind of getting up there. It's kind of like, you know, how can I bet the Jays today with, uh, you know, minus 245, minus 250. But big movement to Garcia. He opened around minus 240 and steamed up all the way to minus 300. So, as always, bet trust, not bet to win. But those are two that match my model here. Younger, taller, longer reach line move. Ashley Yoder and Rafa Garcia. I'm very disappointed, Josh, because I – only would need younger to fit into your model. I'm generally taller. I have pretty long reach, uh, but younger passed me by a while ago, so I don't think I'm going to fit in uh, for anything that you might place your money on. Uh, last night, we spoke on primetime action with Dave Ross, uh, one of our uh, occasional hosts here and MMA analyst. He really likes Uriah Hall in the main event, uh, likes him by knockout uh, at three to one. He was plus 175 uh, to win by any means uh, as of last night. Josh, one quick NFL prop that we'll throw your way before we get out of here, just because I think this one's fun uh, from DraftKings. When will the Kansas City Chiefs lose their first game? Uh, we know that they are a team that's a threat to run the table in any given season with Patrick Mahomes. But uh, when do you think they might lose that first game? Week two at the Ravens is the short shot plus 175. Oh, this is a good one here, Adam. You're stumping me here at the end of our show. But uh, we do know week one against the Browns. Uh, right now, that's plus 210 to be, have their first loss. They're a six-point favorite there. They may go up to six and a half. So if you like a dog play there, I'd wait for the Browns because uh, that thing may go up a little higher. Um, the Ravens make sense. It's on the road. It's against a good team. But also, um, it feels like the, the, the Chiefs have had the Ravens number here head-to-head. -head. So uh, if we go down the list, I would consider taking a, a flyer on week five uh, against the Buffalo Bills, 11 to one, pretty big payout here. Uh, I'm just looking on the list and saying, hey, who can really give them a run for their money? Uh, Bills, obviously a team I'm super high on with McDermott, you know, creating a great foundation there. Josh Allen taking the next leap. I love the Buffalo Bills over win total. I think you could have gotten 11 and a half. Is it around there? Maybe it might be 12 now at this point or 11, but uh, maybe the Bills week five at home. I'd rather they were on the road at Bills Mafia, uh, but I think to me, that's the first one I'm like, hey, that, that's going to be a tough game. So I'll, I'll take a little dabble there, 11 to one against Buffalo. But what do you think, Adam? Well, Chiefs played that weird game in Buffalo last year. It was rain soaked. They ended up running the ball all day uh, to win it. I do love Buffalo. I have, uh, I have a lean there at, at 11 to one for sure. After that, uh, I'm higher on the Washington football team than most having to go and play against that front seven for Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. Could really disrupt him at 16 to one. Uh, like it even better against the Bucks at 35 to one. All right, when we uh, when we roll on here, it's betting across America. Stay tuned here on Visa and Visa.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.